Welcome back, people. It is the 21st night of September. And do you remember that the Texas Podcast is back on another week? It's episode 38, season two. Vinny, we're back again. Did you like that? I mean, that was was pretty good. You didn't tell me what the beginning was going to be, so that just tickled me right there. I like that a lot, dude. You know, I'm all about the Earth, Wind & Fire references, Vinny. Me too. I am all about it, and I just got done wedding seasoning, and you know the people. Oh, (laughs) you said, I think you meant W-E-T-T-I-N-G. No, 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 no. Like going to a wedding, you psychopath. (laughs) You fucking... Who comes up with this shit? Dude, this is going to be a wild podcast. My brain is everywhere right now. Oh my god. Wow. We went there to start off. Welcome to the first two minutes of holy shit. Um, There's a strange and unusual people. Just just wedding. Wait, like like that? No, Vince. Like I went to a wedding over the weekend and I got dressed up and it was in September. Are we on the same? Because they played the song because they got married in September. Because it's every white person wedding you've ever been to. September. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Sir. That's every white person <laughs> wedding ever. Um, WPW. True statement. When I do get married, and thank God it's going to be in October, that song's on the no playlist. Not happening. Is it? There's so many other good Earth, Wind, and Fire songs that Agreed. people don't even like, even tap into. And it's like, okay, yeah, no, that's that's not what I'm about. That's not what this life is about. So, yeah, I'm definitely taking that song, putting it on the no-fly list, and we're going to continue to move. But no, man, it's all good. You know, we It's your wedding, man. You pick what you get to play, so I love it. That's, I like that. That's Take right. Charge. That's, that's right. I've been to enough weddings over the past, you know, few years over here that it, it's going to be something where I decide, you know, listen, yeah, I remember that, and that's definitely not happening. Music's so, <laughs> it's so important to the vibe of the wedding. Yes, it's and the most that, important in my opinion. Right, right. Doesn't happen. But Vince, as usual, how are you? I can tell your brain's all over the place and in very odd places. Yeah. So what's going on? I'm good. I'm good. We were just talking about this. I splurged again and bought another computer monitor, so I'm looking like a real hacker or a streamer. Um, so I think that might have to be the next level that I grow into here is just like a Twitch streamer. So if you guys want to check out some sick video game clips, just call your boy. Um, besides that, I'm doing wonderful. Um, it's also the end of oh. wedding season for me. Um, after my brother's wedding, that was my last one. So I'm happy to not have to go to another one. No offense. I love love and all that, but I've been in a lot of weddings. So it's nice that we're kind of hitting this. It's football season now. People are asking me what I'm doing on Sundays and I always have plans because I'm always watching football. It doesn't matter where I'm going to be. doesn't matter where I'm going to be. The football's on. doesn't matter. And Vince, you just sent me this uh, setup you got here for, for the new yeah. screens. And I tell you, we are set up to, to stream it's over. Unnecessary, Dear Lord. Isn't it? <laughs> Dear it's Lord. So for for having a home office, this guy is not fucking around. That's all no, I'll say. Sir. No, sir. That, that is all I will say. Well, good stuff, Vinny. Well, hey, I, I agree. It is full on football season. No more weddings, even though you are in fact muy popular. Uh, because this guy, I feel like the only thing he's been doing for the past six months is this, he's in a wedding. He's in another wedding. Wedding hey, in a wedding. And golfing. That's all I do. And once again, I mean, did you golf with this wedding? I mean, did you do any of that? Have you, you know, golfed like, recently, Vince? Because we haven't done is, is Vince a golf guy know, in a minute. Been a couple We're weeks. starting to get to the fall. So. so I went two weeks ago, and it was with a group of ragtag lads that I'm friends with. So we 
really tied one on. It wasn't really a competitive round, so I really don't know how I shot. I stopped taking score after a while because we were having too much fun. So it is what it is. Um, but at the end of the day, I am a golf guy because I do like having fun. Um, so we can confirm that I'm still a golf guy. We can confirm that I'm still not that good at it. And we can confirm that I will be doing it to the end of this season and come next season. And so. maybe the rest of his life. Who knows? Who knows? Probably. Oh, hey, I mean, we still got to get on the links, Vinny. We still got to get That's on true. the links. It's got to happen. That's true. You know, and I gotta got to stop dropping my mic over here. here. Yeah, yeah, I know. Take that shit up. I know. <laughs> I know this thing. I swear to God, every now and then. I'll again, go and edit just... the podcast every now and then. I'm like, oh. Didn't notice that he dropped his mic there. <laughs> it just comes. You know, out of it's like, just every now and again this thing just gets super unstable. But we do what we can, right? We do what we can. Love it could it. be new mic season coming up here shortly. So new Vince, mic for new mic. Eh, if I haven't heard that a million times. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> um, Vinny, I mean college football back in full yes. effect. We're we're getting into you know week four now, but week three was pretty aggressive. Uh, mm-hmm. Not a ton of great games on the slot this time of season, but there were some interesting takes I say we could take away from Saturday. You yeah. know, um, OU plays Nebraska, semi thing, Scott Frost leaving. You know, I guess there is a fair amount of turmoil there between the AD and Scott Frost. We'll get into that in a little bit. Okay. Uh, Tommy Reese losing his mind. Mm-hmm. Notre Dame. I mean, we got a we got a lot of stuff to get in here on the college yeah. football. But first, I mean, Vince is Texas A and M just like incredibly overrated right now because they got so much hype coming into this season and they barely squeaked by Miami. And Miami, yeah, mind we, you, is a rebuilding program. We talked about this last week. Um, granted, Miami is ranked. Would like to say that. So it's not like it was like just some off the scrap shitty team, but still no. in the same regard, I think what was Texas A&M like third or fourth in the nation to start the year or something crazy like that. <clears throat> I oh, think yeah. that people were highly touting that incoming class that was coming in because um, they did. There was a lot of NIL stuff, the saving situation, whatever it may be. I think they just kind of came in here and there was there's still like you still have to practice and play. You know, it's not all just, oh, come in here, and if you're good, you're going to be great. It doesn't always go that way. So, I mean, they're 2-1. and one. They beat Miami, who's a ranked team, but that offense was basically completely quiet after that first quarter, and that could have messed them up if Miami learned how to score a touchdown that game. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. What they do well is play defense in the SEC, but still, mm-hmm. I mean, an ACC team – Mario Cristobal coming in, changing that culture, former Miami guy, going to bring Miami back to relevancy, I believe. But, I mean, God, offense looks stagnant. They really couldn't do too much. And as you just stated, if the offense in Miami uh, had a little bit more talent, had some more horses, yeah. you could have seen it going the other way. I mean, what I, I will I say is that receiving core looks looks good if they had a guy that was better at the throw him the ball i don't think tyler van dyke's that great of a quarterback if i'm being honest but their receiving core looked good they kind of spread the ball out really nicely which is what i like to see so there is a semblance of growth on that team that i see coming but again they're not you know the early 2000s miami or the greg olson miami or anything of that nature greg olson miami jeremy shockey miami willis mcgahey i mean god just Back when they could really like give the money under the table sort of stuff to make sure people came where they wanted them. Oh, yeah. Doc, by the way, if you haven't watched 
the the you documentary the second one in particular that's fantastic uh highly recommended 30 for 30 now the biggest news came out for your golden domers was tommy reese former uh nd quarterback absolutely tearing the head off of his backup quarterback (laughs) and and since your golden domers are um you know your team vince why don't you kind of take this one because hey listen they're off the schneid that's all I wanted to see off of it. They're off the schneid. Um, yeah, listen, Drew Pine came in. They were playing a brand of football that I didn't necessarily love, but let's be honest. I've been watching them these first three weeks, and what you kind of gather from them is it's not a complete football team. It didn't look like one. Um, but all of that to say this, it was a good game to watch. Um, A lot of people had negative opinions on what Tommy Reese was saying to Drew Pine. Basically, he said, get your head in the fucking game. These guys are counting on you. He's screaming at him from the from the box where he's calling plays and all that stuff. Drew Pine had a good game. I mean, all things considered, he didn't look extremely comfortable out there. But the Notre Dame fighting Irish came back, scored 10 in the fourth and put the game away. And that's what you want to see. You want to see Marcus Freeman get his first win of the year, which is beautiful to see as well. Drew Pine isn't probably the future quarterback anytime soon, but honestly, all things considered, they beat Cal. They give them their first loss of the year. Move on. Onward and upwards, boys. That's all I can say about that. All right. Listen, I, yeah, I understand new coach Freeman. He's doing his thing. His defensive-minded coach, Tommy Reese. But I, I, I am not going to lie. I do throw some sh- sign for pause here saying that if they're not going to be able to recruit offensive talent, I don't know how they're going to do considering they are an independent. And you're one, you're one, you're one. I mean, listen, I'm just saying that your next three matchups, UNC, BYU and Stanford. Yeah. We talked about this last week. It's you're going to go like, it's scary. It's it's not like Stanford. you, You should be fine. But BYU is sneaky. BYU's a good team. BYU's just a BYU, good team. BYU, those boys out there, got a bunch of Hawaiians in Utah. It's kind of yep. interesting. Yeah. They, yeah. They, they, and then I they also finish like, the season with Clemson and USC, and they're going to lose one of those games. So we're looking at a possible <laughs> four loss season. I wonder That's what game they're going to lose. Probably, Probably both. <laughs> Hey, hey, you get UNLV. Man. You get UNLV hey, in Syracuse. Hey, it could all change. Things, crazier things have happened. It could all change and to lead into, you know, the 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 Trojans, you know, right on. Yeah. You know, fight yep. on. Um, I mean, hey, Vince, top-ranked offense in all college football right now next yep. to Ohio State. I mean, and I think Ohio State's numbers are pumped because, let's face it, they played Notre Dame. So, mm-hmm. you know. I'll let that one go. <laughs> I mean – <laughs> I I am in, I am so just uh, just happy right now as to where I'm this sure. is headed. Um, you know, I I want to call it the sunshine OU um, because it's great, and yeah. I'm I'm so jacked that all these commits flipped and are all right. You beat way. Fresno State. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> we have a play, You know, this this weekend's going to be a big test. We got yeah. we got Oregon State. It's going to be a big test. They play great defense in Oregon State, and historically, if you look at the matchup between USC and Oregon State, it's not it's not on our side. So it's always going to be a tough game against the Beavers. Um, I'm looking forward to watching it. It's going to be a battle, I believe, and this mm-hmm. will be the first true test for this offense in my eyes. 
Yeah, um, I agree. Caleb Williams. I totally agree. And, and he's so guys, good, dude. He's a freak. He's going to be a, a first overall draft pick. And 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 no shout out, but I mean, I, I mean, hey, uh, Norman Nate called that one out day one. He saw he that did. boy play live, and he was like, "This kid is the truth." And shout out to Norman Nate because that guy's got an eye for talent. Um, we need him back. He also has an eye back. for Venables. He, oh my god, what a three sixty <laughs> on Venables from saying. Venables is a piece of shit. Venables is trash. Venables is a trash wagon. Venables is all this good stuff to basically saying on Saturday that he would have gotten a tattoo of Venables and was on his way to get a tattoo of Venables. So Norman Nate, if you're listening to this, that is the biggest. (laughs) We love you, but that's a pretty big 180. which I knew it was going to happen. And I called it from day one. I said, watch, he's saying this shit now, but come season, yep. it's it's just he's going to be all on the Venables train. I'm not saying it's bad, but I mean, let's face it, that OU has not played anybody. They played They've Nebraska. They've also some teams too, though. They were on the same thing with USC. It's like, okay, yeah. like let's, let's, let's get a little bit into the season and how they are. About USC, though, their receiving core, and I know it's always like this, but – the fact that they have a good quarterback and they have a good offense, their receiving core is insane. Yeah, it's all these guys that Mario like, Williams is insane. <laughs> He's insane. Yeah, it's all these guys that he had ready to rock and roll at OU. I mean, yeah, yeah, it, they they want to come play for this man, and and that's it. And I mean, hey, the nil money and all that jazz doesn't you know not help, but still, it's gonna be. It's going to be something to watch here in a couple of years. I think they may have the opportunity to win the Pac-12 this year, right? I because think you, I want to say yes, but they have to play somebody worth the shit. They have to play Utah. Yeah, yeah. You got, it's all going to go. It's all going to roll through Utah, and I believe we may have the horse. That defense can gel a little bit, you know. If if Nate's former favorite can you know get them all put together, Alex Grinch and. <laughs> get them moving and attacking. I think they're going to be just fine. I say it's going to take about two years for them to be a one, right? Yeah. That's how I view that. But, you know, looking at this right now, it's off to a great start. I I think some teams that are getting a little disrespect. I mean, if we look at it right now, Arkansas is by far one of the best teams in the SEC, and they're not even looking ranked right now. Yeah, and they were really good last year, too which is a big thing. It's like you think they would have a little bit more respect coming into the season. I like Arkansas as a team. Um, they're going to have an interesting little uh, couple of games here coming up that's really going to test them. Um, but them playing Texas A&M this week, and we just talked about Texas A&M, is going to be a pretty good litmus test on what they are going forward. Because, um, I mean, Cincinnati's still a pretty decent team, and they won first week with them, so... I'm interested to see. I really hope they're good. They're like the team that I kind of want to have a dark horse cheer for. So, reading this sheet wrong, Vince. Actually, they're ranked ten, so they are giving they are, the respect they that 10, they yeah. deserve. Okay, so but even so, this they, is did it, be a they did it off the bat in the beginning of the season too. Like I thought, they should have been ranked higher at that time. Yeah, true, true statement. They, I think like, this is going to yeah. be a hell of a game on Saturday. Texas A&M, mm-hmm. Arkansas Saturday. Ooh, who would you take yeah. for that one? I'm taking Arkansas. I love Arkansas. I think Texas A&M has a lot to play for, though. It's in Aggie country, though. That yeah. Kyle Field. Do you know that's the People name of that People are going to freak stadium? out in College Station if they drop another one. 
Field. That's the name of it. And, yep. and, and it and it holds it's the largest in all of college football stadiums. Do you know that? It's bigger than Michigan? Uh yeah, I think it's it is larger than Michigan. Hold on. I know Michigan's fucking enormous. That's the only reason why. Yeah. Let's see. We're putting it to the test. Shall Fred Rezler would be very upset with us right now because he is Sorry, the Fred. largest this Wolverine a... fan on the face of the planet. This is an apology to Fred. Very, very right. sorry about that. Here's top five. Ready? Okay. For Fred Fred gets his, his glory. One, Michigan, 107,000. Okay. Yeah. Two, Penn State, 106,000. Three. Oh, no shit. The Horseshoe, Ohio State, 102,000. Texas A&M, close behind them. Texas A&M is 102,733. And then... Baton Rouge, Louisiana, down there, Tiger Stadium. Him and his family. Yeah, I was going to say it's a big Death Valley, so, is there a we mean go. place to play. It's just that's three Big Ten teams off the top here, which honestly right. kind of surprised me, given how like big college football in is in the South. It's like our football in the yeah. Midwest, Vince. You know, uh, you now, won't see me disagreeing. I am a Midwestern boy, so yeah. Now let's let's transition to Mike. You know, starting to come and turn this corner in his in his NFL weekly picks. It was a wash. <laughs> But I'm turning a quarter, Vince. You know, I'm not in the negative anymore. You got I'm, two I'm, more I'm, wins I'm, than you did last week. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You know. Okay. It doesn't matter, Vince. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because this guy's back, right? This guy's I'm back. back. <laughs> this guy's back, right? Well, Want to give us our records from this week, Mike? We're both eight and eight. Yeah. <laughs> and we both. There was a lot of upsets. That flip. There was a lot of upsets. And we, we got a fair amount wrong. Thank God, uh. We're not picking them every week, but <laughs> right. they're not leaning on us for all the fantasy advice and the over-unders. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Please well, don't. Vince, I would actually suggest to never do that from us. We'll give them to you, but just don't take it as brass tacks. Cause it's not gospel. It's not gospel. <laughs> just think of like Joel Osteen. It's kind of gospel, but it's like totally. Mostly just up. to make money. Yeah. Yeah. It's mostly just to make money, which we're getting there now. <laughs> Chargers and Chiefs, first Amazon primetime game. Vince, they kind of yeah. dropped the bag on that. I kind of thought it was a little, eh, it just kind of left me flat. I, I wasn't yeah, the production was whatever. It yeah. Was whatever. I mean, I love Al Michaels. Kirk Herbstreit's was... making. Yeah. Why is Kirk Herbstreit calling NFL games at all? Why? Uh, I, I hate no it. Idea. Yeah. His he, voice, he... I'm like, oh, is it Saturday? Like, I forget what day it is and shit. I don't like it at all. You want to know why, Vince? Do you want to know why? Money, 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 money. money. <laughs> yeah. Show me the money, Jerry. Yep. Amazon's yeah. got a couple bucks under their sleeves, I'll tell you that. Yes, they do. They are going to ultimately own the world. But this game was very back and forth. A lot of people thought that the Chargers were probably going to take it there for a second. Yeah, and... but Justin. <laughs> do you think he can breathe? I think he's going to be just fine. It seemed like every like every time he got up, I thought he was going to die. Yeah, but he just got the ball back and rolled for, you know, an 80-yard drive and threw an absolute dime after taking a giant brick to the chest. So I think he's going to I want to give him an award right now that we talked about. Um, dog I'm going to make Justin Herbert my dog of the week. Even though hmm. it was a losing effort, Justin Herbert was clearly, clearly hurting a lot at that time. And it was like the minute that the ball was spiked, it was all business. And then he threw the ball and then everything was hurting, gets back up, 
ball was spiked, healthy, gets back down, hurt again. Dog. He doesn't care. He just wants to make the plays. He's my dog of the week right there. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I I have a different one. Yeah. Well, that's what we need to. We can't be matching here. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into my dog of the week. We'll get into Mike's dog of the week when we get to the to the game here. But, I mean, Great. hey, no surprise that the Chiefs win this game. They always crush an arrowhead. Kind of saw that one coming. And then not only that, but, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes out there doing Mahomes stuff. Would have liked to see Juju more involved, but you can definitely tell that's going to be a great game script thing. Mm-hmm. Um, time's going to tell on that. Now, moving. When it was to, good, though? What was good? Clyde Edwards Alaire. Yeah, man, he might be the real deal. He is playing, I think, without the Tyreek Hill thing. They're going to be doing a lot of backfield sets and screen passes and things of that nature. And I think he's really coming into his own there because he was a lot in the passing game. I think he only carried the ball eight times but he ended up just being like a piece that they can utilize out of the backfield that they haven't really utilized much because they didn't need to. They just had an embarrassment of riches for a long time. My takeaway of this game is kind of really how good Casey's defense was. I was surprised. Yeah. They look great. Um, they Does this happen every year? Lying to the football. They played great coverage on a pretty very, I mean, very good team. That and a week, they are supposed Mike to have Williams. a weak secondary. Yeah, no. I mean, did you see that, though? Basically, yeah. seventh round rookie, okay, out of wherever state. First interception in a game. First game played. Takes it to the house. I mean, just 99 yards. insane. Could you imagine? You you would be on cloud nine. Yeah. I would, I, like, if someone said to me, well, after today, you can never play a game again, I'd be pretty upset, but I would be, like, okay with it. At least I did it. Yeah, and that was that was interesting too because Gerald Everett was running down the field after a catch, and he's been he's been playing his ass off this year. But you could tell he was just gassed, absolutely tired. He was calling to get pulled out of the game, and they were they were going quick no huddle offense. So he had to run back up to the line of scrimmage. He gets up there like last, and the first play, it's like an immediate turnaround, go to catch it, and he just didn't have the gas in him to even go get the ball. So it was kind of just like an easy layup interception and the guy just took it to the house not a great situation for them definitely maybe not, yeah maybe you should have maybe you should have held it up there That's listen listen to your mans when he's like dude listen i can't do it i'm dying yeah. especially if he's a big dude even though for how large everett is he that guy cooks Quick. he is fast for a large man yeah. fast Yes, Fast. he's got a little bit of Tony Gonzalez in him. I'm not saying he's Tony Gonzalez. I'm no one's he's got Tony a Gonzalez, Vince. Right. No one's. That's Tony's what I'm saying. He's just got a little bit of him in him. Yeah, yeah. If anything, Travis Kelsey has far more. Uh, Fuck you know, yeah. Tony, Tony G in him than he's in anything. In the right jersey too. Yeah, I was about to say he's in the right jersey. Um, <laughs> let's move. Let's move uh, over to Pitt. Let's move. Let's move mm-hmm. to the Berg. Right. Sure. Got the Steelers and the Patriots. I thought this game was a lot closer than what you saw on paper. Yeah. Um, looked like kissing titty Mitch was going to be out there doing just that. And My boy. he kind of laid a dud. Yep. <laughs> uh, he, he, he refuses to throw the ball down the football field. Deontay Johnson, I think ha- at this stage of the game has a hundred yards between two games. Yeah. Um, he drops the ball down a lot. Yeah. No, no. Hey, it's Mitch. It's Mitch Vince. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the thing. That's how it goes. It goes back. And Najee's a freak of nature. He is, but it's just, if nothing else has happened and he's not happening either, you know, and that's kind of how the whole entire offense felt. I mean, 
I'm surprised that they even scored 14 and 17 respectively. Like it's, <laughs> it seemed like the offenses just weren't doing what they were supposed to do. Patriots definitely better than the, um, the Steelers. One person who figured out how to catch when he left Philadelphia, Nelson Aguilar, <clears throat> did have a good game. I'll give it to, I'll give it to him. He did have a very good game, honestly. I, I'm, I'm, I was impressed. Nelson Aguilar's game was that good. It looks like, to be honest, that offense is always up for grabs. It, it's just always very like dry to watch the Patriots' offense. It's run the ball, play action, throw quick outs, and I mean, rarely are they throwing the ball down the field. It's very rare. I don't think I don't really don't think that they have a lot of trust in Mac Jones being like an elite quarterback. He could be a game yeah, manager, but it's I think the verdict's just about out on him. I don't think he's that good. Yeah, that's his job. I mean, he would have done well depending on situation. And in my opinion, he would have been far better off going to the 49ers than he would have been going to the Pats. But he'll be yeah. fine. He'll manage games. They'll win games. I don't know if they're going to win the AFC South this year, but the Patriots. Well, they're in the AFC East, which will make East. It my cool. bad. My bad. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> and Shut the up, Bills Vince. are winning that shit. I always get confused. All right. <laughs> Shut up. I always get confused because the Dolphins are in the AFC East and that doesn't yep. make any fucking be. sense. Yeah. Doesn't make they, they any sense. Be, yeah. So make it make sense. AFC. Anyways, um, this game, very much of a dud. Mitch, what week does he get pulled? I'm I'm gonna say he's maybe got two or three more weeks, and then he's Kenny Pickett time, because they were already calling for Pickett on Sunday in the Berg, so you know there's pressure. Tomlin says he's gonna be patient, but I don't see it happening. Yeah, I don't, well, I don't, I don't, I do, I I don't see Mitch ending the season as the starting quarterback in the I don't Berg, either. which I called out, Mister. Oh, Mitch is, Mitch is the man. Mitch is this. I, dude, I think I said week 12. I think I said week 12. Is when it's going to be far before week 12, Vince. Uh, I'm just saying. I don't know when their when they're actual, um, what do you call it, bye week is, but it's probably going to happen after that. You know what I'm going to get you it for Christmas, Vince? After the Eagles game. So let's you know say what I'm going to get you for Christmas? What? I'm going to get you a half and half jersey. And yes. one half is going to be the Berg, and the other half is going to be the Bears. It's going to nice. be a big one zero on it. Yes, and it's going to have please. kiss and titty Vince on the back. I and, love that. And, and there you go. And then it'll, and then it'll have in quotation marks, AKA Mitch. And then there you go. If you do that for me, then I won't buy you a Packers jersey for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> this guy, this guy like, with the zings like tonight. <laughs> All like right. It. All right. I see. We're going to get to that, by the way. But hey, anyway. Mitch has got five more starts. No five way. more starts. They have a bye week after that. Kenny Pickett comes in right after that. That's what I'd place my bets on. Mm-mm. I think it's going to be Max week six okay three more starts i'm saying three more starts one that that one game mitch shits the bed and then playing somebody big and they need something some juice that's what it's gonna be it's gonna be similar to like the bears when they played in atlanta and pull yep so we will see now panthers another game we split yep giants another split game okay i was the beneficiary of this one too um, I swear to God, I picked the Giants. Are you manipulating you the sheet, Vince? I didn't. I lock it when I finish it. Don't you worry. I'm about honesty, brother. There's no are reason the to Gi- lie. Are the, are the Giants real right now? 
no, <laughs> I want them to All be. Right. I think I think Dable's bringing a lot to that team. Um, I'm just not ready to crown them yet, given who they played the last two weeks. Uh, True. The Titans don't look that good, so they beat them last week, and now I'm like, okay, well, let's see what they are. And then the Panthers, I mean, I think the verdict's out on that. It's Baker Mayfield leading the Panthers. They're going to be a middle-of-the-road middle, middle of the road team, if that. So, yeah, there, uh, this is this, similar to the Steelers' paid our Steelers Patriots game. This was just low scoring. Nothing was really that great. Saquon had a pretty good game. Daniel Jones looks really uninspired and Baker Mayfield threw about 50% of his passes to complete. So I don't know (laughs) really to answer your question. I have no clue what the giants are going to be this year. I think they can either win their division or they'll have a losing record. I have no clue what's going to happen with them. Hmm. Interesting. I believe that the Giants could very well, depending, right, this is going to depend on a lot of different things, injuries and whatnot. They could potentially contend to take the NFC East. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm just saying. Philly, though. You know? Yeah, I know. Philly looks they look great. Good. Yeah. They look really good. <laughs> yeah. It's impressive how good they look, honestly. And I don't know if I yeah. want to juice them up too much, but they're throwing the ball. I mean, we're going to get into it. we got some ways mm-hmm. to go. But, I mean, just you see the juice in this offense. I mean, Sterling Shepard with – the revitalization of a career. I, I mean, wow, he looks fantastic. He looks like yes. coming out of OU Sterling Shepard stored Sterling Shepard. Cause that's so. how it always should have been. He just hadn't had really had a chance. Cause right. his offense sucked. And his quarterback sucked. You know, Danny times still, yeah, I mean, he sucks, but anyway, he sucks. Um, he just does. It, you look at his stats and you're like, okay, good. Like he managed the game, whatever you watch it in real life. And you're like, what is, what is going on? Like, what are we watching right now? Yeah. Uh, I mean, hey, thank God for Saquon. They're really getting him going. He's talking yeah. a lot of high praise for Brian Dayball. Um, and Dayball seems to be on that route of, like, if you're not for this team, with this team, they get the fuck out. To kind of yeah. lead to that. I was going to um, say, there's one glaring miss on the receiving section that we don't see right now. Well, Kadarius Tony, love him. his vibe. He's been out in the news, and they're like, well, you're not getting a lot of targets right now. And he's like, honestly, I don't care. He said, we're trying to win football games. If we got a W, I'm cool with it. I'm just trying Mm -hmm. to contribute where I can. Great attitude. Now, Kenny Galladay, bitch boy, um, (laughs) got paid a bag, like $20 million a year type bag. To be the number one receiver. Yeah, and and he's doing none of those things. He's lazy as shit, and he clearly is showing the issue that many people have with certain millennials. Um, yeah, he's seemingly just gave up and he got two plays basically that entire game against the Panthers at home. And then after the game, it is reported that he cleared all of his shit out of the locker and left. Yeah. I mean, come on, dude. Like, that's the thing. It's like, even if you're not playing every down, you're still getting paid that enormous contract. Um, and then there has to be a reason, you know? Because there's a lot of people playing on that team right now. And there's a lot there's a lot of ball going around and a bunch of people are getting catches. Why isn't Kenny Galladay out there? You have to ask some questions. I don't think like even if he's a diva and annoying, if he's playing well, they're gonna put him in the game. So at that point, it's like, all right, you're gonna be like obviously a nuisance to this team, and then you're not even gonna be a net positive when you're playing. I don't really understand like what his expectation is at this point. Uh, obviously he doesn't care because he's out of there anyway but like yeah he's either gonna get traded or he's gonna be done period 
and he'll do they forfeit his contract if he just left like what happens well that i think a fair amount of that money's guaranteed so yeah i don't know he just has not looked the same since he got paid and i think detroit made the right decision because they knew who they had nam and rob when they when they drafted him and i've been yeah. calling that since day one by the way uh, never sleep on a USC I mean, you, wide receiver. You got to take that with a grain of salt because it's always USC wide receiver. <laughs> uh, don't sleep on him, man. Don't sleep on I'm, him. No, USC I'm not. He's really, he's are... really good. I'm just saying, like every UFC it, or USC wide receiver that comes out of college, you're going to be like he's he's boss. <laughs> if he put up numbers in college, I mean, there's really no yeah. two bones about that. He's going to translate it to the NFL. The only guy you could say that didn't hit was Mike Williams. And that's a million years ago. Yeah. And he wasn't that bad. I mean, he was pretty, when he played, he was good, but that was about it. Yeah. That, that, that really kind of led to that. Now, kind of moving off this topic, Giants look good for now. Interesting to see what happens in the coming weeks, but they look to have some juice in them. Vince, I mean, two teams in New York having two dubs and back to back games, <laughs> basically here. Who would have thought that the Flacco-led Jets would come into Cleveland town? Cleveland! What are you doing? And win the game in the final minutes. Dude. That was, if you Minutes, seconds. Me, if you Insane. asked me to pick the game that was going to be the most hypey out of all of them, granted this wasn't the most hype game, we'll get to it, but one of the most hype games, this would not have been the thing that I selected. Um, a couple takeaways from this. Joe Flacco is an elite quarterback, deserves to get MVP votes, and Zach Wilson is fucked. That's my number one thing. 307, four TDs on a just over 50% passing. I mean, not great 50% passing, but hey, I'll fucking take it if they win. And then the second thing is Garrett Wilson. He's here, people. You have been warned. That receiving core now, Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis, Elijah Moore. Solid, solid, solid group of dudes. And then you have that Brees Hall, Michael Carter, double-headed monster in the backfield. If Zach Wilson is even half of what people want him to be, this actually might be a pretty good offense. And Salah's a defensive coach. Like, I actually see something for the Jets here, and I feel like I haven't been able to say that for years. I see it as well. Honestly, it, it could be interesting. That defense, you got Robert Sala leading that team. Zach Wilson comes back from his knee injury, which he had a scope. So that takes a few weeks to get cleared up and he'll be yep. back in action. He'll still be fine. I mean, it was very non-invasive surgery. I believe they could be very good. Now is Zach Wilson, the guy time will tell he's very athletic. He has a great arm and he's, he's got it between the ears. They should be just fine. I mean, as it is, you got Robert Sala coming out stating, if you're not going to believe in us, well, we're going to show you what taking so notes. I, I, I love the attitude. taking notes. He's right. Love down. Love the attitude. Love where he's coming from. Hopefully the jets can turn around because I think when the jets are good, the NFL is better. I mean, think about the Sanchez days before the butt fumble, right? Yep. I mean, they, when they, when they were competing, it was fun to watch. Fuck so yeah, the Patriots are like, Oh, <laughs> you know, how like, many times we have talked you seen about that? this. We talked about this before the season even started Patriots. The end of the era could be, quickly approaching i think in the next i think you're gonna start to see robert Kraft wake up quicker than most and i think before you know it bill will kind of be outside looking in and, and that's fine the I mean, bills he, are this good for so long <laughs> yeah he has nothing more to prove i mean if you're bill you're in your 70s just retire go golf live somewhere in the fucking hamptons you made all your money that you could ever make and just chill that's what i do you got fuck you money at this point why even bother 
Right. Give somebody else a like chance, that. ultimately. Give a young guy a chance. You can pick him. Cherry pick him if you want. I hope the can... Patriots are so bad for so long. <laughs> I really do. I don't. Like, I, I, mean... I enjoy Boston as like a sports town, but also they deserve to to feel what it feels yeah, they like. Yeah, they bit. deserve a little bit of suck <laughs> there because it's been yeah. very, very good for almost 30 years. So don't know what that's like. Anyway, moving to uh, the Colts and the Jaguars. Um, Vince, are what, the Colts What the fuck ass? game of the, of the <laughs> Yeah. What was that? Everybody's I, like, Matt Ryan's going to be the difference. All this shit. I thought shit. he was. Why are they? They're worse than they were last year. I don't get it. The Jaguars, I'm not not to like defeat anything that they did. They had a really good game. Trevor Lawrence only threw five incompletions. Like everything was working on the Jaguars side. They scored almost every single quarter and they gave the Colts a goose egg. With the people on that team, granted, you know, no Michael Pittman, whatever, maybe. That was a horrible game for Indianapolis. Like, I don't know how you come back from that. To be honest, I think they're going to be fine. I think Matt do Ryan you? needs to hit his stride. Yeah, I do. Twenty-four I mean, okay. zero against the they're Jags. They're zero. They're zero one and one. Some teams, yeah. as we all know, don't play well. Remember who they tied houses. last week? I understand. Texans it's crazy. Hey, I, you got to win those games, dude. Texans, you saw it this weekend too. Play great fucking defense, and they put up twenty plus points on them. So it's not like it's that out of bounds. I just think they need to come together as a unit. Now, they have the horses offensively. Defensively, Shaq Leonard needs to come back. They need they need to see that, right? So I, I believe that once the defense comes together, they should be fine. But losing Eberflus could be a thing. I mean, I'm just saying the Flus is now loose. So think about that for two seconds. Now, Jonathan Taylor. Get hired by the Bears, huh? We'll see. <laughs> Um, Jonathan Taylor had a very unusual game, which you thought they would have incorporated him more, and they didn't. Seemed to have legs. Don't know what. Michael Pittman's out week two, so that's fucking with him. Big volume guy for him. It's interesting, to say the least. So I believe they'll gel, right? They play the Jags in a couple weeks, actually. Like, I think it's the third or second week of October. Two times so a year. They play- Two times a year, so they'll play in Indianapolis next, and I think that'll be a big matchup for them to come back and show that that game was just kind of a fluke because historically they play like shit in Jacksonville. That's actually a thing because think about last year when they went into Jacksonville. They needed to win the game to make the playoffs and lost their ass. You know what they say about Jacksonville? It's a football town, so. <laughs> oh, gosh. The deceased member of this podcast <laughs> would say so. I love uh, Vince is so great with them all the time. It's fucking fantastic. I don't know. Fantastic. Never heard of him. Yeah. Seems Nor like do I. Guy. Nor do I. <laughs> Rest in At peace. The stage guy. of the game, have no fucking clue. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Jags got the dub. I mean, hey, Trevor Lawrence looked great. Uh, offense looked moving. Christian Kirk had a hell of a Five day. incompletions. God damn. Kid can be a stud. I don't think he's going to have the, the leadership qualities to rally the horses, but I think he's Ooh, definitely you see that. What? The walk-in speech that he gave before the game, in 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 Washington, yeah, yeah, that's like if I'm if I'm playing with him, I'm like, uh, someone else oh, want to do this? Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. he's not very here? hype. I'll tell you that he's not very. Yeah, hype. you're like, well, let's go do that then, Trevor. Let's do it. 
Pretty boy. Cool. Let's do it, man. Yeah, he was like, this is what we live for today. It was like the most monotone, <laughs> uninspiring shit I've ever It was ever a read-through of a sports movie. That's what it sounded like. This is what yeah, we live for. Like, Get him the this script. <laughs> Get him the script. This is for NFL films. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, Bad. I agree that, that you know, the Jags, I, I think moving forward, I think they're going to have a better season than last season just due to Doug yes. Peterson being a guy. Um, and he has a young team, and I think they're going to have some time to gel. So I think that they may have a, you know, better season than last, which is pretty easy to do. $84 um, million well spent. We'll see. We'll see. Christian Kirk's a dog. Right but, uh, yeah, he looks good. He looks good. Right is, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, what a shit show of a game we're moving into. So the Ravens <laughs> and the Dolphins. Holy shit. We both picked the Ravens. I thought Vince was going to go Miami there for a second to a I time <laughs> to a guy. He probably should have. We both probably should have. Don't sleep on Mike McDaniels. This guy is an OG. And when I say that, I, I mean, he is an offensive genius. This guy <laughs> is epic, man. I mean, he, he comes awesome, out. Dude, that was awesome. He comes out with some shit that I'm like, what is he doing? And it just all forms together to work. And he's running two, like two running back sets, and they're yeah. all spread out five wide. And he's got Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. And then you're like, wait, where's the ball? Who they could run, they could throw. I mean, it makes a defense very confused, especially a young defense in, you know, Baltimore. I don't know, man. It was interesting. It was an interesting game. I mean, Lamar Jackson comes out and rakes. Um, God, had, what, five or six touchdowns? Just stupid. Ran for 130 yards or some shit. I mean, yeah. just a crazy game. He had four, including his running touchdown. But even so, like, I mean, I, I don't know if you're watching this. I was watching this game. So I had I went out for lunch after halftime. And I was looking at it. I'm like, well, Ravens won. <laughs> that's the exact thing I came up to because I think it was 28 to seven after halftime. And I was like, Oh, well the Ravens won this game. And then I check my like ticker when I'm coming back from lunch. And I saw, I saw that the dolphins ended up winning the game scoring 28 in the fourth. So I watched all the highlights after this. I have an apology to make. I called Tua not a quarterback last week. I was wrong. <laughs> Tua looked so fucking good in that offense. He looked in control, understanding what to do. I don't think that Baltimore defense is very good. I think it's become pretty obvious that they're not the Baltimore defense of old. I think they got a lot to work on. They're pretty young. Um, but the biggest takeaway on this is the two-headed monster on the wide receiver core. And like you said, the, that backfield was just ridiculous. If you can get those two guys, they're faster than everybody. They're the, easily the fastest team in the league, I would say, at least in my opinion. And if you're getting 22 passes, 22 of the 50 that he attempted went to Tyreek and Jalen Waddle, and they made it work. They both over had over 170 yards for the game. So it's working. Mike McDaniel's doing something. I don't know. All right. So the Tua hype, I don't necessarily agree with. I think Tua is good. He's serviceable. Would Six a... touchdowns. That that defense was clearly gassed. Yeah. McDaniels can spread them out and line them up better than most. And he puts his quarterback in favorable situations. I will give the line a lot of credit. Laramie Tunsil. I mean, he's a guy. Yes, um, he is. 
it's dude that that all that all line look great. Um, schematically, they they're keep put the together speed well, up, dude. If they keep the speed up, they might win their able... division. But I don't no, they think two is a guy. Buffalo's winning that division. They're taking well, wild meaning, card, me, winning their that. conference. Should I say yeah, winning yeah, the yeah. AFC East? I think that's plausible. Defense still looks good. Buffalo's still winning it. Buffalo's <laughs> hands down. Now I will say this though that Tua. Don't think for a second that Mike McDaniel's isn't going to replace Tua in a couple of years. He might listen. Or if, if they, Lamar Jackson says I'm a free agent and I want to yeah. go home, Tua's getting kicked to the curb. Yeah, he tweeted um like good game Miami, and then he was like back to it Baltimore. So he still has some love for it, obviously after the game. So I think well, it, it could happen. And if Lamar Jackson goes to that team, it will be the fastest team in the league, and it might be the fastest team ever. <laughs> It's the scary. That would be the scariest shit and most goofiest version of the Avengers I've ever seen in my life. Um, But Tua just doesn't. In that teal, they look so fast. (laughs) Just the teal. I'm just saying, Tua just still makes throws that you're like, "Mm." yeah, no doubt. Still underthrown there. Eh, Probably a little underthrown there. I mean, he still underthrows Tyree Kill, but Tyree Kill can outrun anybody. So, yep, the cheetah. Now, All I'll take from this game is they look good and they're going to have a winning record this year. I'll tell you that. Now, Vince, I got I got a dub here. I, I roll with yes, Tom as I should have. And yes, uh, man, this game was a fucking bar fight uh, yeah, to was. put it in any other way. Just a fucking bar fight. These two teams do not like each other. Bucks mm. going to the Saints in Louisiana, in New Orleans. It got goofy. It got chippy. I mean, two guys get suspended. Yeah. Basically no scoring until like the end of the third quarter. I mean, this game was insane to watch. Defensive battle. You just got to a point where you're like, okay. That afternoon docket of games was such a snooze fest. Yeah. Minus the Dolphins and the Ravens. This one was a super snooze fest. We had two field goals for the entire game until the fourth quarter. Bucks defense looks studly. Bucks defense looks epic. Yeah, Jameis Winston had a little bit of an injury he was dealing with, um, and it uh, looked pretty obvious to me as he was playing. Um, he still has it going on this next week. Uh, my biggest thing from this is going to be Tampa Bay's offense isn't lighting people up like they were two years ago. They're playing a lot more of like a conservative uh, brand of football, which I think actually might benefit them in the long run. Um but that Lattimore Mike Evans fight, these teams do not like each other. They haven't. They're division rivals. It makes a lot of sense. And Lattimore and Evans have had, had their problems in the past. So I like to see that shit. I think it's really funny. Lattimore said something to Tom Brady. Tom Brady yelled back, and Mike Evans is like, It's Tom Brady. What the fuck do you want me to do? And it was like my favorite clip I saw this weekend. Cause he was like, he makes a obviously point. I'm going to protect Tom Brady. Like the rep was yelling at him. He's like, what do you want me to do? It's Tom Brady. Like, come on. He's bigger than you. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry. If Tom Brady is my quarterback, I'm running through a wall. Yep. So yeah, no, it, I mean, Hey, Tom is Tom versus time. Still a yep. dog. I think he's going to be better than he has been with the Bucks this year, more so than any year, because it's just all football. And uh, I think he plays better when he has adversity in his life, and they want to start talking about all the shit with him and Giselle. I think it's yeah, just going to. Is, is he getting divorced, Mike? People are talking about it again. I doubt it. You said I doubt that. it. I doubt it. I don't think so. I'd hate to see it, you know, for Tom because Tom's the man. 
So, I mean, at this and stage of the game, who knows? Who knows even if that is Tom behind it? I mean, at this stage of the game, it could be a fucking cyborg. Tom Brady could have died in 2008. Who Tom fucking Beatty. knows anyway? <laughs> Tom Beatty? Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> That's who it is now. I mean, he's at this stage of the game, you look at him, and you're like, how in the hell is he doing this? I have no clue. So it, it's pretty impressive to see, and I, I'm excited to see uh, how it all works out here moving forward. But I think the Bucks yep. are something to fuck with. I definitely think they got the NFC South in the bag. Now, yeah. hate to say that I'm rolling with biting kneecaps, did it again. but two in a row, kid. Here we go. Almost yeah. on to something here. Bucks pick up a dub. Lions at home against the flipping commanders and Vince's yep. Carson Wentz Vince over here. And I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> hey, saying, he still listen, good. he still looked good. I that, just cause they he lost. Did. He did. I, I had him in fantasy in my other league. He did great for me. Um, but dude, the lions offense looks great. That defense is hitting hard. Yeah. And I will say this much that Amon Ross St. Brown is here and he has arrived. And I think he just might be a top 10 wide receiver in the game. I right agree. Now. He is. Yeah, Free. there's no doubt about it. I mean, the first two weeks, you're like, holy shit. The last three, four weeks of last year, it was the same thing. Um, I thought the Lions were maybe going to lose this game. Because... It got close there at the end, but still they put it away. Well, right. Well, because, th- yeah, well, they were up 22 at half. And I was like, okay, the commanders look fucking horrible. And then the commanders follow it up with by, you know, what, scoring about 27. Yeah, 27 in the second half. Lions scored enough to actually keep it going, which was great. Um, I'm dude, you know, same division as the Bears, but I like to see the Lions win because they've been just as sad as we've been for so long that it's kind of like good for you get out there. I like to see Jared Goff being a game manager and doing his job. DeAndre Swift is so fucking good, and also mm-hmm. and everybody was like, any, "Oh, it's didn't gonna be murder a sh- anybody." It's going to be, it's gonna, yeah, he, he, we want to make it clear. He, he disappeared there for a minute, but I it was lied. for good reason. He didn't murder anybody. I lied anybody. that he didn't murder anybody. <laughs> Minus the other running back on the opposite side of the field who almost got yeah. murdered. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Brian Robinson Jr. Oh, uh, yeah. Backup yeah, yeah. running back right. for the commanders got shot yeah, three times did. two weeks ago. So and He's almost um, ready to play again. Hey, you know, may or may not have scooped that up on waivers and be on my IR bench right now. But hey, you know, just saying, just be prepared for the what you can, you know, just saying, just sprinkling it in there when I can. Anyways, um, Lions look great. Uh, definitely don't think they're going to win the division per se, uh-uh. but uh, not even close. <laughs> if no I'm way. a Bears fan right now, I'm really not looking forward to playing the Lions. MDC's got those boys nope. rolling. DeAndre Swift looks fantastic to lead to your point, Vince. That's definitely not a timeshare in that backfield. DeAndre uh-uh. Swift's a dog. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely there. Now, 49ers playing the Eagles at home. We were talking for a minute there saying, where's Jimmy G going to go? Where's Jimmy G going to be? What did I say? Eagles. Oh, my bad. 49ers Seahawks. Different bird. Pick a bird. (laughs) Pick a bird. Hey, Vince. Hey, Vince. You want to know what the word is? The The bird's the word, dude. Bird's the word. Okay, perfect. So the bird <laughs> is the word. They played the bird is the word. And yeah. uh and unfortunately Trey Lance broke his ankle and shattered his femur. <laughs> when that happened, I was like, 
holy shit. Like, that looked so bad when it happened. Part of me was like, get up, dude. And then all of a sudden, I was like, never mind. <laughs> never oh, mind. God, that man is fucked. Don't even bother to watch that slow-mo. It's disgusting. Oh, um, oh, I would uh, shy on the side of not watching that. Now, yeah. um, 49ers are better off. Yeah, they I are. don't know, man. They are. are they? I think That's they the are. Th- like buyer's remorse right now if you're the 49ers and Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch out there like are you like are you wishing you would have drafted Justin Fields are you do, do you think they overthought it a little bit here I don't think so I mean you can't expect an injury to happen this was his not his second full start but like you know he's played a couple a little bit last last year but he a shatter your ankle. It is what it is. That's why they gave Jimmy that backup contract. Now that he's in the starting role for the rest of the season, he's going to get all of his incentives and get paid like he probably should for a starting quarterback. And there was a lot of like body language things when Jimmy came into the game with the team where like everybody was a l- little more comfortable, a little more like, okay, we're running our offense. This is how it kind of all works. And I, I mean, they did the majority of their scoring after he went out. Granted, he went out pretty early in the game, but. So they played this. They played Seattle. It is Seattle, but still, yeah, the same yeah. Let's not game. let's not overhype Seattle. Here. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, hey, handsome, probably the most handsome quarterback in all of football. Arlington Heights say. boy, you can't Tom hate. Tom Brady's on it. up there too. <laughs> Pretty yeah, fucking yeah, handsome. yeah, yeah. I mean, but Jimmy G <laughs> comes from the Tom Brady pool of handsome, and not That's only true. that, but he's a Chicago guy. So yep. shout out to Jimmy G out there living in L.A., banging porn stars, throwing TDs, <laughs> doing what he does. You know, yep. just handsome guy stuff. So uh, happy to see Jimmy G back. Hate to see the injury to the young man. Hopefully, we never, back we never refer injuries. Ever. No, never, never on this referred. podcast. That's not us. Uh, you know what was goofy about it though, and it goes to show you how your body works and adrenaline and all this good stuff. He actually thought he was fine. Um, actually, uh, an old lineman came up to help him up. Yeah, and well, that's what I was saying. I was like, I was like, come he on, man. Stood up. <laughs> And looked sure. down and then immediately fell down because he yeah. realized his ankle isn't supposed to look that way on his zero body, weight so. on that thing, buddy. <laughs> oh man, that would be awful. But yeah, no, I definitely, uh, we knew the hype wasn't going to happen around the birds, AKA the Seahawks, that bird. And, um, yeah. Welcome back to the real world. My guys, welcome back to the real <laughs> welcome world. Back. Chino Smith now, ain't it. <laughs> leading into another bird. Uh, the Falcons play the Rams. We all knew yeah. it was going to happen there. Okay, fine. Weird yep. thing that happened in this game, though, um, as we all knew the Rams were going to win at SoFi, but the Rams actually, the last portion of that game, it, it got a little close. <laughs> but Sean McVay did one of the goofiest things I've ever seen to kill clock. Yep. It's like yep, yep, fourth yep. and goal and, and or fourth and, and very backed up in their own territory. Yeah, They decided to take a safety I with seconds it. left in the game. Because it wasn't going to put them above and then kick a high-ass punt to bleed clock because they knew they couldn't drive their other stretch. Of the it's field. like that meme, you know, the meme with like the like regular brain and then like big brain and then like cyber brain or whatever the hell it is. That's what that is. It was like, oh, do we run it to try to gain train some clock and get them to call a timeout? And they're like, no. It's like, oh, should we just wait till fourth and punt it? No, we should get a safety, kick it real high, burn some clock. I, I mean, it was smart. It worked out for them. Your brain on Sean McVay. Your brain yeah. on Sean McVay, because that guy's on enough Adderall every game to choke a fucking yeah. horse. I'm no, sorry, his he teeth is. are grinding. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he is chewing his fucking lower lip off the whole game. Yep. There's a reason they hire somebody to keep him off the field. 
He's a total yep. crackhead. Um, but yeah, no, this game was nuts um, in a sense that no one thought the Falcons were going to come back, but they kind of got better close. than they think they're going to be, but they're still a bad team, but they're better than they're they still pretty they bad. Be. Yeah. Cordero yeah. Patterson, shout out to Matt Nagy. You got one thing, right? Um, yep. Now, man, the Mitch. Raiders, the Raiders wanted to give this game away. Man, I come in picking the Raiders first game in Las Vegas, playing the cards. I should have went with my future hometown here because, whoa, what a game. I'm not even mad. I lost the pick. Yeah, I was just I was, say, I was getting a little cheeky with it. And you're like, I got this one. I'm like, yes, you do. <laughs> that did not happen. Well, like I spoke too soon. I was like, oh, man, this game's over. There's right. there's a minute left. But don't rule out Kyler Murray with seconds left in a game and him and Hollywood Brown making magic, man. Um, 85 I, yards on a two-point conversion. Or no, that was the touchdown. 85 yards on that, though. I think there were, what, like five yards from the goal line? 85 yards running backwards and then running forwards and then running around. It was like a video game. It was sick. It was so sick. Well, Kyler Murray's the Him shit. and Marquise Brown just have this innate Thing. ability to make shit happen. I I don't know what it is, but like when those two get in sync, it's over. So Marquise Brown, six of a six of 11 targets for 68 yards, no touchdowns, mind you, but still a game where he's targeted more than anybody next to Zach Ertz. So we definitely see who he trusts most. Of course, him and Hollywood play together in OU and all this good stuff. And Hollywood Brown's had a quarterback like him. I mean, I'm not going to compare his entire career. I'm not comparing him and Lamar entirely, but as far as their play style and like, you know, throwing on the run, you know, making plays, staying open for longer periods of time, he's he's accustomed to that at this point. He'd probably have a hard time playing with Tom Brady. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, I, I think so. I mean, you, you play with a guy who can create his own play like that. I mean, him and Kyler, too, go way back. I got the yeah. opportunity to watch two of those guys play live together in cool, Norman, yeah. Oklahoma, which was one of the coolest experiences I've ever seen. They just make magic. They, they always know where each other are going to be. So it was great to see, you know, the cards coming in here. But this game was crazy to me. Isaiah Simmons is a complete dog. Mm-hmm. Hunter Renfro got the yips because he got really lucky. If you watch this game, Hunter Renfro got really lucky on that drive in general because it looked yeah. like the, the, the Raiders were coming down the field to ice the game. And then yep. one thing happens after another. Renfro gets popped in the middle of the field, fumbles the ball, Raiders recover the next fucking play. Kid you not. The next play, Vince. Isaiah Simmons looked like he was shot out of a cannon. I don't know what more to say. I mean, I don't know what more to say. The talented lad that Isaiah Simmons. He he came across the field like a bat out of hell and just destroyed him. Yeah, it was like, Like, where did you come from? There was, yeah. Where'd you go? Where'd you come Cat from, Nige- Isaiah Simmons? <laughs> oh, I thought we were going Cat and I Joe. I was, I was, but you got to put his name back in there. Um, I don't know if this is a good look for either team. I'm not going to lie. Um, I don't think the Raiders are going to win their division. I think it's pretty clear at this point. I think two of those teams made it pretty clear that they're not winning the division, and the Raiders are one of them. Uh, the Cardinals need to figure out how to play offense in the first half because – what I hope to think, and this is my stupid sports brain, Cardinals are always amazing in the beginning of the year and they fall off in the second half. They're kind of playing whatever football right now, which makes me think maybe they'll start coming onto it in the second half of the season. I'm probably wrong, but 
if that does happen, it could be a plus. You're going to get D hop back in four weeks at this point. He's going to be big, especially on the blocking. See, that's the thing too, is like a lot of those receivers can't block. Marquise Brown does not block. So it kind of stops everything from the outside actually happening, you know, keeping guys in their place so they can have a good run game and a good screen pass game, or whatever it may be. Like DeAndre Hopkins is a underrated blocker at the wide receiver position. I think it's going to be helpful for them coming in once DeAndre Hopkins gets back and get some of that that veteran presence that they I think they're pretty much lacking right now as far as pretty much any veteran besides Zach Ertz and I guess James Conner for that. I don't think you're going to see much dip in production from Hollywood, if I'm being honest. No. I still think no, no, no. that he's going to actually get some different types of targets and deeper type plays yeah, in I this agree. offense because that's going to divert a lot of attention away from him and he's still a dog and now he can yeah. actually play what his true role is which is playing out of the slot so it's going to be scary to watch this offense progress i still think the cardinals are there i do agree with you though i do think it is a testament to both teams not playing where they should be at this time you do want to see them both be better in their own divisions um granted the raiders Devontae didn't looked... have didn't have a game <laughs> he did not you think he's got a little Buyers this is my guy talk. Buyers are like, no, nah, oh, him and no. Derek Carr are too good of friends. They're probably still just kicking it after the game. Like whatever. that's fine. You can still be good friends. It doesn't mean you necessarily work well together. Yeah, no, I, I mean, Derek Carr isn't working well with him. I mean, that's the thing too. You look at his, you look at his statistics and you're like, okay, that was good. But seeing him play the game, there was a lot of like dropped interceptions, like poorly read throws, just things like that where you don't want to see it. And they just didn't close it out. I mean, they had the game in their clutches and they just didn't close it out. And they let the Cardinals come back and win it in overtime. It was, it was not convincing football. I'll tell you that. Is Josh McDaniels not a good head coach? I told you this. <laughs> I'm starting to question it. I don't think he is, dude. He, I, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I don't think he is. Something about him is just like he's supposed to be a coordinator and he's not supposed to be a head coach. But I, we can also, it's also week two. So, I mean, sports podcasting is like overreact for sure. Oh, but it's he all just overreactions right he now. He just doesn't look, doesn't look, he, doesn't look like he knows what he's doing. And like, the thing is, is you can't, you can't do the Denver thing and be like, oh, it's talent. It's not like Derek Carr has played like at least a top 15, pretty much a top 10 quarterback in the league the last couple of years. They have the wide receivers. They have too many wide receivers and the lead tight end. Pretty good defense, and they just can't do anything with it. So, I don't know. I mean, verdict's still out, but it's going one direction in my head. Yeah, it's not looking good. Not looking good. We'll, we'll, we'll have to come back to that. Now, another game that was very – I mean, this game might be the snooze fest of the week oh next God. to the Bucks and Saints. Broncos and Texans, I mean, Fuck I think there was a total of like 30 points of scoring here, and, and, and it was like 19 to 13 was the overall win. I mean – is Russ cooking right now, or is he? They like need to let him cook less. Rice. Okay. Cook less, Russ. Russell Wilson was so bad this game. He was and, so cringy, man. Okay, he's so, so cringy. Like I yeah, like. Did him, you see the so video cringy. of him on the sidelines? He, call it out. So runner pass, yeah, let me, runner pass. Okay. Yeah. So the whole time he's like, "Call it out, runner pass. Call it out." Over and over again, like it. It was like a pop Warner. It was like a pop Warner game. And then he's just like, everybody do it. No one was doing it. He's like, everybody call it out. So then this one time they're all like, pass. <laughs> like, it's just like, dude, like, you're not the the leader of like a like of a youth group. Like you're the leader of a football team. 
and it just doesn't look good. I feel like Nathaniel Hackett has no control over what's going on with that team right now. Play calling was atrocious, like really, really bad. And they still ended up winning just from that fourth quarter. But you got old man Lovey out there, man, just doing. He stuff knows how to. He knows how to run a defense. There's no he knows doubt how to run about a it. hell of a defensive team. Yeah. Davis Mills doesn't look like he sucks. Can still distribute the football. He's the gonna keep him champion. in football games. I think once Damian Pierce got a great neck, and then once Damian Pierce comes through here, uh, I think you're gonna see that offense kind of turn. And I mean, hey, Brandon Cooks, Cooks. <laughs> Like that, and then yeah, um, that's good. You know they they got Jeff Triscoll getting again. a rush. Don't forget <laughs> Jeff yeah. Triscoll ten yards. <laughs> Triscoll, hey man, Triscoll can do what he needs to do. He's when he's still needs around, to do buddy. It. He's still around. Who would have thought it? I mean, didn't he back up quarterback for the? He was on Arizona. That's right, he was yeah. on Arizona. Yeah, and I thought for a second there he, was on... he no, go played. Ahead. I thought for a second there he played with the Packers, but no, he might he, that's a that's a Louisiana Tech guy. Yep, never mind. No, yeah, okay. he's he started for the Texans a couple times too. Dr- Jeff Driscoll, yeah. he's like the oh, he's the second most impressive backup quarterback in the league after Chase hey, Daniel. Listen, that guy's made so if much. If you money. can make money doing that, God bless yeah. you. Because I wish Fuck I yeah. could. Jealous. I got a good arm, but nothing like that. Uh uh-uh. uh Not that athletic. It goes to show you, like I took a picture over the weekend with uh, some of my fiance's uh, friends. I saw uh, that. Husbands and then sick. And, and and you look at some of these people, and I'd like to say I'm a pretty big human. Well, these fucking guys made me look like I was five foot two. Yeah. I never um, seen Tiny Mike in my life. It was like, <laughs> you know, the, it's like when you see that picture of Simone Biles next to Shaquille O'Neal. It's <laughs> giving me that vibe where it was like, dude, for real. Oh, look like, at how, look, at how, look at how cute and how pipsqueak Mike looks right he's now. He's cuddly and once. For what it's worth, like everybody that doesn't know, I mean, most of you guys should know how big we are, but like, you're probably three, four inches bigger than me. Like, you're, you're, a, you're a big dude. Uh, like, you're like, a tall, I'm, big I'm, dude. I'm 6'1, 260. That's what I come in. Oh, okay. At. So two inches. And, yeah. and, 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 these guys are six six, six, six. <laughs> like three plus bills, and I'm like, yeah. I'm little for once nice to meet you. I feel like I'm twelve again. Hi. Did they pat and you I on the t- head? <laughs> yeah, like, hey, how's the weather down there, What's up, like, sweetheart? <laughs> and, and and it makes you believe, like, like, it, it, do you understand to play in the NFL, like how large a you have to be, and then b how athletic you have to be, and yeah. then. Three, like the 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 between the ears, like all of that too, and what you can withstand from a body standpoint. I mean, dude, yeah, I thought for a second there in high school I could maybe play D one football, and I'm like, yeah, no, 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 shot. no way, yeah. no way. I'll sell smoke detectors. Anyways, <laughs> let's uh, let's move to another game that probably oh. surprise of the week. Thought the Bengals were going to pull it off here in OT. Um, looked like it there for a second. But, yeah, man, I, I'm not totally out on the Bengals right now, but that offensive line needs to mesh. Joe Burrow still getting his head taken off. Not sure what's going on. Uh, yeah. now I, don't, I, I don't know if Zach Taylor doesn't know what the hell he's doing behind the, um, behind we talk- the, the X's and O's there. But Yeah. I mean, we talked pre-show about this a little bit where I was like, hey, remember when I mentioned the offensive line last week? It's even worse this week. Um, I think there's a semblance of Super Bowl hangover for sure. Like just being there, playing that whole season, having like the utmost confidence and 
you're back on a season where you start 0 and 0, like you start 0 and 2. I mean, they they lost to the Bears last year. That was a big thing. And they ended up coming back and coming through throughout the season. I still reserve the same concerns I have for that offense and it's you have to protect your quarterback. Joe Burrow had zero time to throw the ball. He was getting whomped. He was getting like Justin Herbert whomped where he was just walking around dying, but Joe Burrow's, you know, he's a gamer and he's going out and doing it. He didn't get injured or anything like that, but you can't run a successful offense with elite receivers and a great running back if you can't block. And they put a lot of money into that line and it does not seem like it's working at all. If they don't have an offensive line, they're not going to repeat what they did last year because Joe Burrow is going to be in a neck brace by week five. Like it's just not going to work out for them. I still think this is good for them and adds motivation. They started slow last year. They're starting slow again. So I think they'll definitely hit their stride. Um, I definitely believe that moving forward protection needs to improve. So whatever you paramount, get, to get, the ball, paramount. Yeah, get the ball out of his hands faster, whatever it is. But I mean, he's got all the horses now. I mean, you got T Higgins, you got your guy, Jamar chase, you got Joe Mixon, a great running back. You have Hayden Hurst, another outstanding tight end. I, yeah, I'm not sure what's missing here, but you lose to a non-dacked Cowboys. Yeah. Uh, it's hey, impressive. <laughs> Cooper Rush, man. <laughs> Cooper Rush could be – is Cooper Rush the next Tom Brady? Can we talk about this for like three seconds? Is Cooper Rush a guy? <laughs> he looked good. I don't think he is. No. I think no, once no, once no, teams no, start no. figuring him out. But like even so, it's like he looked good. And also, name you didn't hear about a lot this year. He wears he wears in the 80s like C.D. Lamb does, and I respect that because no one does that anymore. But Noah Brown's been having a nice little year so far. Um, yeah, I really dude. didn't. I didn't really didn't know much about him until last week, and I was like, "Damn, he really went off." And then this week again, I'm like, "Shit, okay, like this guy might have a little bit of a future being a guy for the Cowboys now." Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's third or fourth year in the league, and he was on practice squads and making his way up. It very well could it be. I mean, who knows? I always love the underdog story. Um, but probably once Gallup comes back and things like that, you'll definitely start to see some of that drop off as far as production goes. Yeah, I think he at least um, proved himself enough to be in some sets. But also, you know, the Cowboys got six sacks, so that'll help you win a game too. <laughs> yeah, Micah Parsons is an absolute dog. And then yep. Leighton Vander Esch and it just, yeah, no Leighton Vander Esch might be the closest comparison to Brian Urlacher I've ever seen. The guy's a freak. Yeah. Absolute I agree. Freaking I, I like that defense for as much as I hate the Cowboys. And, and I know for a fact, they're not winning the division this year, but there are guys on that defense where I'm like, cool. I mean, even Trayvon Diggs, like sure. He's, he leaves up the opportunity for some wide open passes because he's kind of a wild card out there. But when he makes a play, Trayvon Diggs is one of the most exciting guys to watch in the NFL. Yeah. I think he's very overrated at his position. He is for sure. That's why, that's why I put all of the, all of the, uh, what do you call it? The side? Um, yeah, there you go. Sidebars in front of it. Cause I was like, it's yeah, he does yeah. fuck up a lot. Like he's but good, he but, but he's yeah, good, exactly. but uh, he's not Stefan Diggs at, at, you know, at, exactly. If we're talking position to position, you know, He's not as he's not his big bro. Um, yeah. Now, um, we were both wrong here. We went yeah. with our hearts. Yeah. And um, we'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll get yeah. into it. We'll get into it. We'll <laughs> just move on. <laughs> uh, Bills at Titans. Uh, I mean, Titans at Bills. I mean, is Derrick Henry done? He looks like shit. I. That's think the only takeaway I have from this game. I think not having AJ Brown on the outside and not like like spreading out the offense 
is becoming a problem for not only Derrick Henry, but also for Ryan Tannehill. Their receiving core isn't that good now. Um, Robert Woods isn't doing the same thing that A.J. Brown can do, and a lot of teams are kind of just bunching up the inside and fucking them up. Like, the, t- <laughs> the Titans might be like the first to worst team in this year because it's like there's not a lot of stuff that's working out, and granted, there's a lot of time to figure it out, but I... Th- <sighs> I don't know, because also a part of me is just like the Bills are that good. The Bills are really, really that good. Like they're the Bills have potential this season to go undefeated. They're my yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they're my team. They're the my only team two teams that I see giving them hard times really is in their own division. Uh, yeah, just because it's really a divisional it. game. Yeah, right. Like next I, week I, will I be really... an interesting litmus test against Miami, just to see how that defense does against a quicker offense. But uh. In his career, Josh Allen's undefeated against Miami, no matter home or away. There you go. Fun fact. So there's a lot of matchups around here. I mean, it's going to be good. to After the Ravens and the Chiefs, <laughs> like it's going to be good to see that stuff. But yeah. Shout out to the fantasy owners that thought they were going to be okay after facing Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs on Monday night. Uh, <laughs> that was cute. That was cute because you lost if you played one of them, most likely. Yep. Just spaz. So fucking good. Yeah, really so good. good. Really can't really say good. that. Beyonce said you can't say that. <laughs> just saying. Well, just saying. <laughs> They're that fucking good. Yep. Um, now, last Monday night game, Eagles of Vikings. Mike takes this Kirk one. Cousins sucks. It's an egg. Time. Every primetime so game just lays prime an egg. Time. It's like I forgot. So when we were when we were picking these, I forgot that this was like. There's two Monday night football matches up matchups. I forgot that they were playing on Monday night football. I probably shouldn't. Have no, taken you them. didn't. No, I did. I really no, did. You're I'm not full even of kidding. Shit. You know, I, Vince, because when we're looking at it, we're not looking don't. at times and I'm not saying it would have changed my opinion, but I for I, the point of me saying all of that and I took my pick and I will take it with confidence. Uh-huh. Kirk Cousins is so bad in primetime. If I do that again, I'm a huge idiot because I knew just, this was a thing. Kirk Cousins Kirk was Cousins so bad, bad in this game. It was. It was like it was satire. Like the Eagles were good, but the Vikings were so, so bad. It was hilarious mm-hmm. to me. Even no, Dallin Cook had to get it together. Like Justin Jefferson tried his best, but there was just no helping him because no one could throw him the ball. Kirk Cousins is so bad. He's so bad. It's so funny. Yeah, I'd agree. I'd agree that Kirk Cousins is pretty bad in prime time and not the best in general. But I mean, the takeaway from this game is that the Eagles are here. Jalen Hurts is an absolute beast, and yeah. I was uh, very that surprised that he was throwing the ball down the field and with authority, and it looked like with confidence. And we and said it last was, week, too. Devonta Smith didn't do much last week, and we're like, watch out for this week. There you go. Seven back. receptions. Yeah, Seven for seven. Guys, is still a stud. You, I mean, that's going to be scary once they all get on the same page out there in Philly. Um, mm-hmm. very Seems good. Like they kind of already good. are. Is, is Sariani onto something with growing plants? I mean, he could really well be onto something. With Listen, plants. brother, they were sprouts last year. They're full blown fucking them, plants. Now. Them bitches, them bitches are grown. <laughs> I keep picture, what do you think? He puts like pictures of like fully grown plants in the locker he room. He should. Now? It's like, look, it's a field of sunflowers. It's all of you. <laughs> or does he put like the goofy thing from outer space? That looks like a, like a, like a plant, like a Probably big green mother from outer space, and they're bad. 
Like, or right? even like Venus flytraps, and he's like, eat up your opponents. <laughs> Some other stupid shit like that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I mean, Vince, I mean, hell of a hell of a week, too, with yeah. our picks. Now, it's time to get to our, I don't know, maybe favorite topic of the week. Uh, last Sometimes week was our favorite topic. <laughs> yeah. uh, this week, it's not going to be as enthusiastic. But we are back, as always, with another Bears Corner. And traditionally, we always do the... <sighs> But um, he's getting good. It's coming along. I'm getting there. Yeah, we all knew this wasn't going to happen. We had a lot of hope. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But the Bears are the Bears. A lot of solidarity. That's what we did. We did. We did. And call me Packers, Michael. You want? I roll with my fucking team, and I'm sick of that fucking twelve. No matter who he has on the field, winning. That Um, second quarter, man, just really defeated me. Yeah. Was he in though? He kind of looked in. Was that's the question that you but, take from this game? Because that drive was, looked yeah. great. He looked good. I wish they gave him more opportunity to throw the ball. And a lot of yeah. people were like, "They don't trust him. They don't trust him. They don't trust him." Listen, I don't think it's a trust thing. I think it's more so of a uh, we don't want his head to be decapitated yeah. thing. Uh, no one's blocking for him. him. Yeah, it's just and like when you do sit down and look at every game like we do every week. You're looking at pass attempts. You're looking at receptions and where it goes and how everything works. You need to throw the ball more than 11 times. You can't throw the ball 11 times if no one's blocking for you. Correct. The Packers defense looked so good. The Bears offensive line looked so bad. And Justin Fields didn't look good either. Like he didn't. It just is what it is. You can't go seven for 11 and 70 yards in an interception. Like it doesn't matter who you are. That whole offense looked so bad. I don't know what you're supposed to do. I know there's like a lifted up expectation and there's more momentum going into a Packers game, but like, I, it was just, I thought to myself, all right, listen, all right. It's 24 to seven. Okay. Or no, it's 24, 10. Like, let's get a touchdown. Let's go down by a touchdown and let's go out and play some good defense. Cause our defense started to perk up a little bit. By the way, there were some egregiously terrible fucking calls and they all went to Packers. It was, it was a holding calls. Yeah. Just bullshit calls left and right that the bears weren't getting. And it was totally like, Oh, game one in Lambeau field prime time. Even if you're a Packers fan, you, you have to kind of admit that. Like, I'm sure they know, like, if you're on Twitter too, you can see there's, the stuff. They're like, there's yeah, no, we, we won by 17. It's like you did. And the Bears didn't play better than the Packers. There's no doubt about that. But also, it was a rough show. It was kind of ridiculous at the end there. Like, yeah, if you're a Packers fan, like, you can't put an asterisk next to the dub. I'm not going to say that. But like, two things can be true at once. Exactly. Like, you got every call that you could have imagined and a lot of flags kept in pockets that game by that rough show. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, uh, you know, listen, we got the Texans this week. A lot of people are like, oh, this could be a good comeback game for them. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, that's it's still a really good defense. Game. <laughs> still really good defense. Um, yep. And I think it's going to, whatever you bet, bet the under. And it's going to be a run fest. And yeah, yep. because I don't think you're going to see a lot of scoring in this game at all. Um, so we'll see. Uh, I'm definitely, you know, knowing that it's a rebuilding year, you're happy to take a dub the first week. You kind of knew going into Lambo, you weren't going to get it. You hope in the coming weeks that you start to put some momentum together and you start to protect the young man a little bit better. And allow me to remind everybody listening to this podcast, 
our expectations are low. Low. They're going to be bad this year. Seven and seven. Even and if ten. you're like, you guys like root for the Bears. Yeah, we do. And it's horrible and it's a sad time and everything Chicago sucks podcast. and we're always sad and we still watch them. So and we still give them some know, hope. It's like watching the White Sox. We're we're going to talk about them every week and it's going to suck. But just, yeah, it's just suck, know but that just, just we're not know, talking we're talk about, about them expecting. We're not expecting them to be good. So just remember that. I just want to put that out there. It's a disclaimer for everybody out there. Fuck to remember it, people. All right, Vince. <laughs> All right. It's that time, Mike. It's that time. What do you say? It's that time. Hour and 19 minutes later. It's that what you, time. <laughs> what do you say, dude? All right. We are going to go picks. with picks. We're going to start off this week with Pittsburgh Steelers going to Cleveland and playing the Cleveland Browns. Who are you taking, Mike? Steelers. I'm gonna Not going to happen two weeks in a row. I'm going to take the Browns because of the same reason. They need to get off the schneid. They need to win one here. So I'm taking the Browns. All right. Oh, Bills. Two weeks in a row. Not going with this guy. Okay, let's go. Bills in Miami to face the Dolphins. Bills. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Even if the Dolphins do win this, it's going to be a close game. There's there's no doubt about it. So I'm taking the Bills as well. All right. You have Cincinnati. Is it a get-right game in the Meadowlands against the Jets? Oh, yeah, this is going to be a, a statement game. They're going to come in and put up a lot of points. So, yeah. Yeah, I think the Jets are just jacked that they won this week, and I think the Bengals are going to take it because they really need to win. So I'll take yeah, the Bengals definitely. on this one as well. Definitely. Uh, two 0-2 teams, Raiders at Titans. <sighs> Listen, um, Titans need something. Yeah. And the Raiders don't look very good right now. Uh-uh. Um. I don't know, man. I don't. It's hard. This one's a hard one. This is a hard one. Uh, two teams that haven't gotten a dub. I think the Raiders don't go three in a row. I'm going to roll with the Raiders. And this is I was a. I hoping this, you take the Titans there because I'm taking the Raiders too. <laughs> this is a this is a revenge game for more than one thing because it's um, McDaniel's and Vrabel playing yep. against each other and they played with each other of course coaching and then one was a player so yep it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be interesting to say the least um <clears throat> saints and panthers saints and panthers okay. another interesting one hmm. i'm going saints. with lasik i'm telling you that right now i'm going with lasik Jameis. you're rolling with lasik Jameis, eh? i am even with his injured body his eyes are fine i think this is where baker gets his dub at home, okay. I think this is where Baker gets his dub. All right, throw the Panthers on the board there. Now we got Baltimore going to New England to face the Patriots. Oh, it's going to be the Ravens. Yeah, it's, it's going to be the Ravens. under. It's going to be the under because they play each other really tight, Harbaugh mm-hmm. and 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 Belichick. Belichick. They, they, they play each other really well. So it's going to be a tight game, but I, I definitely am going to roll with the Ravens here. I don't All think right, they went to it or, or lose to it. Lions. At Vikings, not in prime time. <laughs> Ooh. Hmm. Do it. Do it, Mike. I really want to do it because I don't you? like Captain Kirk and I know how high you are right now. Who, me? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the Lions two in a row. I'm not high. Let's move. Let's move. Let's <laughs> yeah, move. I'm taking, I'm taking the Vikings. Um, of course you are. You gotta so, have NFC North heads up. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll see. All right, another division matchup. We got Philadelphia going to Washington, playing the Commanders. Eagles fly, babe. 
Yep, I think it's going to be an Eagles game. But this is one that I don't think is an easy game for them. I think the commanders are going to come out with some veracity. Uh, do the Colts go 0-3 facing the Chiefs at home? Facing yes, the Colts at home? Yes, yeah, they, it's, yes, it's the yes, Chiefs. They do. Yeah, yes, they do. Yeah, Don't sleep on them. Could be closer than we expect, but I definitely think the Chiefs take this game. And they a got dome, they actually got Patty Mahomes. Yeah. yeah, they actually got a score this week. Um, all right, Texans going to Chicago playing the Bears. Ooh. It's going to be a close game. Um, two teams that both like to play defense, similar style of defense. Lovey's been there for an extra year. Hmm. Bears fan in me wants to pick the Bears. All right, Vince? I mean. Oh, I already we, wrote it down that I'm taking the Bears. Duh, Bears. <laughs> we got it. We got it. Okay. I, can't, I, can't, I can't let Lovey Smith come in here and I pick If it's down. this close of a game, like if the Bears are playing like the Bills, then yeah, I'm taking the Bills. But if it's the Texans, Bears, anybody can win, I'm taking my boys. Come on. Absolutely. We got to roll. All right. Bears roll. Jacksonville goes to Los, Los Angeles, plays the Chargers. This is going to depend. This okay. is going to depend on a couple different things. Now, if Chase McDaniel is starting, right? Chase Daniel. You should make like Chase four Daniel. people. That was awesome. Yeah. Yes, um, I did. Isn't that great? Yeah, I like it. I like that. If a lot. he starts on Sunday, which that that could very well be, then I'm saying maybe, just maybe, the Jags um, can pull this out. So, uh, of course, you got to roll with Chargers if you know um, if Herbie's in there, right? So I'm going to roll with the Chargers. Okay. okay. I'm going to do the same thing too. He's looking limited in practice right now. So the assumption is he's going to be out there doing it, but you know, could be, could be, but I'm taking Los Angeles as well. Let's go. All right. We got an NFC West matchup. We got the Rams going to Arizona playing the Cardinals. Ooh, this is going to surprise some people. Um, Cardinals Cardinals won last year against the Rams early on. And I think the Cardinals have something to prove. I think this is going to be a game. Um, I, I'm going to take the cards. I think it's going to be high scoring. I do too, and I think it's going to flip on the other side. I'm taking the Rams on that. All right. Legendary quarterback battle. The Packers go to the Bucks this week. <laughs> is this even a question? It's the Bucks. Is this, is this even a question? <laughs> it's Tom wins. Tom yeah, wins. Tom wins. All right. Wins. <laughs> Falcons and Seahawks. Ooh, toilet bowl. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, at Seahawks, huh? Yep. I'm going to go Falcons. Me too. They looked way better than the Seahawks last week. They they, they looked really good. NFC West matchup, or not NFC West matchup, excuse me. Western matchup, different conferences. 49ers go to the Broncos. Ooh, this is going to be a game. Jimmy G coming back healthy. Russell Wilson against a fairly good defense. Hmm. Jerry Judy's potentially questionable for this game, Cortland Sutton. I think Jimmy G wins. I'm taking the 49ers. I'm so split here. I think the I was super split too, but I I, I just think the Broncos are playing so bad right now that they need to win this one. And because of that, I'm going to take the Broncos, but that's with a big caveat. I actually think the 49ers are probably going to win, but if I think the Broncos might be able to take this one. Okay. We have a Cooper Rush led Cowboys against Danny Dimes. (laughs) Uh, Giants. 
yeah, it's the Giants going to win this one. Uh, I hate the Cowboys. Okay, so our picks are in, baby. Here we are. We'll see how it goes. This week we Look were at, at a wash. You both went eight and eight. So hopefully you can come back and you know make a dent in my lead right here, Mike. That I think I'm going to gonna make some dents. I think I'm definitely make some dents. I'm okay. Make dents I like your confidence, week. sweetheart. Dents, making dents, kid. All right, let's do some quick MLB updates before we get out of here because this is a long one. Um, it's home, home run, run watch season. Home run watch season. Um, first off, Pujols is at six ninety eight. Couple more games to get this done. I think he probably does. Um, I don't think there's really much else to say after that. Uh, Yachty won yard the other day too, so that's cool to see. There's standing ovation for the Wainwright Yachty last game that they played at home. So whole thing's cool. It's kind of like a you know a nice final send off for the Cardinals. But I'm really hoping Pools gets to that 700. That'd be fun to see. He will 100. percent And who knows, Taxi Squad. One of the Taxi Squad boys might be in person on that one. I will be there next Friday night. Um, rooting on Pujols against the Pirates, which I hope they pitch to him. Uh, be a definite bitch move if they didn't, but he's they two will. away. Yeah. Um, so you hope he could pick one up this weekend, and then next week, that Friday, while in the house, we see it. Um, Keep your so, eyes out for a guy that's shorter than other dudes, because we learned that Mike is shorter <laughs> than other dudes this week. <laughs> we Even though in see. reality, we you're going to be see. taller than be- everybody. <laughs> Probably, yes. It's rare that I'm not one of the largest human beings in the room. Um, So with all that being said, I definitely believe that this is going to be something where he hits it this season. No doubt about it. We're in the later days. So time will tell. Uh, But definitely see him maybe even getting to 701. So if I'm in the house the night he makes his three, I'm still going to be really happy about it. So can't can't hate that. And then Judge hit 60 last night. I mean, crazy. Um. I didn't think I have a it question would happen for you. that quickly. Yeah. Is this the last time we see anybody hit 60 home runs? Absolutely not. Because it's been a while since we've had it happen. I think Judge is poised to do it again, dude. Yeah. I mean, I think the last time anybody's gone over 60 was 2001. So this is a big accomplishment. Aaron Judge hitting 60 is huge. Um, he's got to hit two more to get that Yankees record. I think he's got it in the bag. Um, but I think that people are talking about this, and this is big news, but I don't think it's as big a news as it should be because 60 home runs is an insane thing to do in a season. Granted, we got it watered down in the early 2000s, late 1990s when you know everybody was doing the roids and shit, but Aaron Judge is a man on a mission right now. I don't like the Yankees, so it takes a lot for me to give him praise. This is a badass accomplishment. I really hope he gets two more. I think he'll get two more. I think he's actually going to get three more. There you go. He's got a week left in the season. I think it's definitely going to happen, and I think by the time the playoffs are over, he's going to be at 70 and watch the drug test fly. Now, Vince, the story came out that the kids who caught the home run ball Yes, was a group of 20-year-old college kids at like NYU. Mm-hmm. And basically, they just said, we just want to give him the ball back because, of course, they asked, okay, what do you want for it? Um, they said, we just want to meet him, give him the ball back. And they gave him like a couple signed baseballs and a signed bat. Yeah. Now, you're in the moment. You caught yeah. the ball. What do you do? What do you do? Because that thing's got to be worth a couple hundred Gs. Yeah, there's there's conflicting opinions in my head. Um, you can get a lot of shit from an MLB team for a ball. You can get a lot of shit. They're worth billions. Billions yeah. with a B. 
And then the other side of me is, you know, if you're a lifelong, lifelong Yankees fan, I think like, oh, if, you know, Frank Thomas hit 600, like, or 60 or whatever it may be, and I caught that ball, I just want to be like, I want to meet him and give me a signed baseball bat or whatever. And I understand that part of the argument. I think knowing me and my Midwestern sensibilities, I would not ask for too much. <laughs> I would kind of just be like, hey, I just want to meet him because I got this ball. Um, but the intelligent part of my brain's like, you know, let's, you know, ring it out and see how much water comes out of it. Make you know? some scratch, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. I personally, I, I agree that, you know, the fandom in me and the fanboy in me, you know, you think of like Jose Abreu hits that or whatever and you catch it. Like, what do you do? Like, but then again, these guys get paid fucking millions. Right. And chances are like, they don't even give a shit. <laughs> are we going to touch? Okay, like, let's face it. Is the general public going to touch fucking Aaron Judge money in their lifetime? Probably yeah. not. Especially yeah, after the especially contract. After the season. Paid. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. So, <laughs> hypothetically, my brain goes to the money side and the business side of things. I think I'd be on the phone with my fucking accountant and lawyer the next day and be like, what do we do with this thing? Yeah. Because Biggest thing, though, it's a lifetime. warning so for everybody to know. Make sure you get that shit validated before you leave the park, because on that hundred percent stamp that hoe if you don't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Make then sure it's then it's I could have gone and bought a baseball at fucking Dick Sporting Goods, and right. there you have it. And plug Dick Sporting Goods. There you go. You're welcome. Yep. Anyways, uh, small Comiskey Corner, Vince. Yeah. It's over, and it's over. especially Definitely after last over. night, fucking yeah. Josh Naylor, piece of shit. So hate him. Ass. Fucking hate him. I hate very minimal people in my life. I hate Cleveland. this team. Uh, the Indians I just are the worst, Cleveland. and they'll never be the Guardians because they guard nothing, and they take away my <laughs> They're guarding the Central right now. <laughs> they guard oh, – fuck them. I'm so sick of them. And yeah. I'm sick of this floppy piece of shit of a baseball team that we assemble on the south side, and they yeah. constantly give me some hope. Even this game last night, they give you a little bit of hope, and then they take it away. For the, home, for the human they, beings in this world – White Sox are down. We're down three and a half games going into a three game series against the Cleveland Guardians. If they swept the Guardians, they would have been down half a game, putting them in a good scenario to be able to take the division. They lost it, go down four and a half, and it's just about over. Tony Larusa is likely not coming back for the end of the season. No, There's have no him stay home, should. and he shouldn't uh, come back at all. Does he come back next year, Mike? No, not not should he. Does he? At this stage of the game, I'd be surprised if he does. I agree. It's like literally white, bad for I'm his a, health. I'm a White Sox fan, though, and anything is possible. You know Who knows? They might knows. just they might just <laughs> put, you know, fucking puppet strings on them and walk them out there to go get the pitcher out of the game. It's just It'd like be faster than his normal walk. <laughs> like, Jesus, he's going to be a fucking he's... marinette by the end of the year. I, I don't I, I don't know what we do. I like Miguel Cairo. I think he's got some good juice. I think he's bilingual, so that's good. Uh, would I like to see a guy like Joe Girardi maybe come in and flip this thing on its head? I would love that. But is that going to happen? No, because that makes too much sense. Um, yeah. 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 So, I mean, shit. When the season ends, we'll be able to go over it a little bit more, but it is not a I happy must time. We go over events. Let's right, talk just about like, football what do for we the rest need, of the year. What do we, we do that really do, well. And, yeah, we're going to talk about football. So, baseball – See in the playoffs, people. Um, we'll playoffs. talk about it a little bit as it goes and as it heats up, but it's football season, baby. And that's what we did this whole show on, man. So an hour and a half for us. 
jacked for October. We're back to our old ways. Yep. As always, everybody, you know the drill. You got to like it. You got to follow it. You got to subscribe to it. You got to share it with a friend. Stars. Share it with a friend that has a couple of screws loose because they'll probably appreciate us. It's true. No doubt about it. We've been rated five on that Spotify. That rhymed. Thank you. And on that note, everybody, thank you for tuning in. We'll be back next week. Peace.